Spouse happy house. Spouse happy house. Spouse happy house. Spouse happy house. Love unconditional If marriage was similar to bids I'm a criminal My rider on my arm Like I'm taking her to prom Every couple got a story Just as Dre and Tehran uh. Ladies and gentlemen You are now tuned in to the Happy Spouse Happy House Podcast I am your host Your boy Your mans Your guy Your brother Tehran A.K.A. TP and I'm your girl, your girlfriend, your homegirl, your sis, Drea, aka Andrea Alana. Uh, first off, I want to um, send a sincere apology um, for being late and not um, publishing this episode on time. Let me tell you what happened. And you're not going to cut me off. You're not going to cut me off. Let's be clear, though. When he says on time, we are still publishing it on Monday, just not at midnight like he likes it. And that's the mindset you deal with. And this is this is my issue. We're not on. So so um, it is very hard to record a podcast when you have kids. I will say that. But this is the issue that we ran into. Sunday is usually our recording day. Um, it's best to kind of, you know, record at the end of the week because you don't want to miss um, any valuable information that has happened. So um, I arranged for us to have a babysitter for part of the day on Sunday. So we were supposed to take that time to record the podcast. Drea is like, no, let's just do it tonight because, you know, I want to use this time to bullshit, basically, right? So, me being the wonderful husband and man that I am, I don't argue. (laughs) I just say, you know what, fine. We wait and we have ourselves a little movie night and I know my wife. She's going to get tired. I know her. It's only 10-something at night, but that's way past her bedtime. So, like clockwork, she gets tired. She doesn't feel like recording. And I'm a little irritated because this is how I look at it. Okay, when you go to a business, right, Um, you know, even just a black business, she always has the audacity to complain about the professionalism that um, she ha- the unprofessionalism that she has to deal with a lot of these times when she's dealing with these um, you know businesses. I treat this podcast thing, you know, like my business. You know, I like to provide some type of professionalism. Now, if I tell y'all that uh, every Monday you're going to have an episode, then every Monday you're going to have an episode. Now, I usually publish it at 12 a.m. on a dot, right? The reason why I do that is because um, for people who are, you know, waiting for the new episode to come out, when they're on their way to work, boom, they could listen to it, they can count on it to be there. Um, y'all couldn't do that this Monday. But you never advertise Monday at midnight. You just advertise Monday. So it's not unprofessional. We're but I've been doing that for the past... It doesn't matter. It doesn't make you unprofessional because you post at 1 o'clock in the afternoon rather than midnight. You still post it on that day. And on top of that, we handle anything surrounding the podcast with professionalism. You're just not one to want to compromise in areas so that it, I can do my best at it. But anywho, nonetheless, we're here... I'm sorry that y'all had to hear that whole spill. This is supposed to be a beautiful episode, actually. Thank you, please. Can we get so, to that? Can we get to the episode? Well, no, I just had to just, you know, be real with, yeah, with the real listeners. Yeah, real wrong. Real so, wrong. Um, I'm going to move on, but I just had to I had to get okay. that right. you know, off you. my chest. Um, I want y'all to listen to this for a quick second. This, this has been... Um, By the way, my, this is episode... Uh, damn. 
five? Yes, this is episode five. Five episodes in. You were so busy trying to call me out, you didn't even let them know what episode we're on, so I wanted to make sure I got that out there, Mr. Well, if you let me do my thing. Let me do my thing. Oh, I guess you're the only one this is about. I don't understand oh, okay. how we're going to argue okay. on a black love uh, episode. <laughs> um, that's this, what this, black love is. I want y'all to listen to this. This has been heavy on my heart, right? Um, you stop me when you hear um, something that uh, that should result in um, death. Right? George Floyd allegedly tried to use a counterfeit $20 bill. Breonna Taylor, asleep at home, a Tatiana Jefferson at home, Aura Rosser at home, Stephon Clark standing in his grandmother's backyard, but damn Jean seated on his sofa at home eating ice cream, um, Philando Castile pulled over for a traffic stop, Alton Sterling selling CDs and DVDs, um, Freddie Gray in a police van, Janisha Fonville at home, Eric Gardner allegedly selling loose um, cigarettes. I could really, I could go on and on and on and on. And this, uh, and of course, yeah, I've heard it a million of times, but I think if when you hear that going down the line, it just, it's, it's sad. It's really sad. So, um, babe, if you had one thing you could say that would reach every black man at one time, what would you say? Stay strong. You want to elaborate? Pretty much behind that, the world is going to try to defeat our black men. The best way to get through all of that is staying strong mentally, physically, emotionally. Whatever that entails that you need to do to do that, don't don't let the defeat get the best of you. Because I've seen that. I've seen the defeat get the best of a black man and him never return from that defeat. So that would be my yeah, um, you know, the black man has been, has been told that a lot, you know, to stay strong. And it's, and it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, um, I would say um, to unify. Um, we are stronger together than we are apart. And I feel like once we truly understand that, then we'll be able to um, really, really, really um, see um, our growth. Um, babe, I want to flip that question also. I, I wanted to ask you something about that, though. Go ahead. Being a black man, do you feel like, since you feel like you're always being told to stay strong, do you feel like it gets to a point of just being cliche? And Yeah. Okay. See, and from the other aspect... I didn't know that's something that is said to you guys often. So I'm just looking at it. That's the first thing that comes to my mind is make right. sure you don't let it get the best of you. So. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's just like we hear it over and over again. And it's kind of just like, you know, OK, we get it. You stay strong. But shit, it, it, it's not it's not not an easy thing at all. You know, some of us don't even know how to stay strong. You know, especially during these times. But, babe, if you had one thing you could say that would reach um, every black woman at one time, what would you say? Always remember your self-worth. Mm-hmm. I think I wrote a status one time about how you can't run, hide, or devalue your self-worth. Like, it's it's inevitable and you need to just I think mm-hmm. a lot of times we just don't we put it behind us and we don't bring it to the forefront mm-hmm. to really know what our self-worth is but once you find that oh you become so powerful in many ways agree agree well mine to, to kind of piggyback off of that is just um, you know you ladies need to truly understand and remember that 
Y'all are the most um, powerful beings on this earth. You know, without y'all, this 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 world doesn't turn. And um, a lot of times, I just see, you know, the ladies are fighting a war uh, with knives when y'all really have ammo and guns and bullets in your back pocket. You know, I really don't think y'all understand just how um, powerful y'all really are. But um, let's let's move on. Let's Let me make a disclaimer. If you guys hear children in the back, just know we are parenting. It's gonna, it might happen, <laughs> yeah. but we're trying to get this knocked Getting out. Getting this out. <laughs> you know. um, speaking of uh, children, well, our youth, uh, music, particularly rap music, has our youth's ears, right? Uh, most rappers believe that they shouldn't be held responsible for where the youth um, chooses to follow. Um, because that didn't, because they, they didn't sign up to be a leader, basically. Um, they signed up to be an artist. Do you think um, they do have a responsibility they need to be obligated to, or um, artists should just focus on being the artist they worked hard to become? I think even with being an artist you could still be overstepping boundaries and things of that sort. Just because you're an artist doesn't mean you should just put out anything. And sometimes you do have to remember that you're putting your artistry out to reach an audience. And you can't control who that audience is going to be. So I would think that you sh you should... You, you stepped into the industry and with that industry comes leaders, role models, etc. And you have to make sure that when you're signing up for the artist part, also know what else comes with that. No difference than if we take a regular civilian job. Read the fine print. Does it say that you will have to assist with other duties? You just got to know what you're signing up for and make sure that you can handle all of those avenues and not just the one particular that you're interested in. Um, I think that this type of artistry has gotten to the point that I would say, yes, they should start holding themselves a little bit accountable for what they're putting out in the environment and atmosphere. That could reach the youth. Yeah, um, me, I'm just the type of person who who truly believes that if you're black, you are you you should you you're obligated to be responsible for um, for your people. I mean, that's as simple as it is. And I just feel like as an artist, you know, you know um, the power that you have. You know, Cassidy, he has this bar in one of his raps. He's like. Um, the mic is a deadly weapon in the right man's hands and that's real you know when you become um, a rapper and a rapper of status you know to make music and to do um, what you what you believe to do as in creating creating nice art in the rap platform is perfectly fine but you know at what point Morally, do you check yourself and just say, you know, I, I, I got to be bigger than this. You know, I got to I got to I have the power to spread any message that I want. And um, yeah, and that, and like that is not to exclude the fact that parents need to be parents as well. That yeah. is not saying that it's solely on this artist to make sure he's not pushing something. I mean, out in, in all actuality, like you know, parents can involved. do everything they know to do. Parents can do everything they know to do, and at the end of the day, you know that their favorite rapper is still going to have a certain impact on these Absolutely. children. Absolutely, there's going to be many influences in the child's life, mm -hmm. but you can make sure, as long as you're doing your part, that you know you hit your target to their influence. All right, so um, let's go ahead and, and move on to our caption of the week. Okay. Right. So I have mentioned her before. I liked one of her captions. Her name is Theodora underscore on Instagram. And she put, can't pay me enough to react. Oh, I just, Babe, you, 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 I just felt like I <laughs> felt that. Like, think about it. I feel like nowadays. People sometimes do things just to get a reaction. 
And I just felt like the message behind the caption was more important than the actual caption. Uh, so basically, um, I need all of Andrea's followers to step your caption game up. Man, that was popping. And her picture <laughs> Y'all was need to step your caption game up. Can't pay me up. enough to react. And, I, and that's on period. Like. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all right, so me, right? I use the cheat code. I use the cheat code. I use fabulous. All right? That is the caption cheat code right there. My fabulous life. And he quoted um, one of the dopest um, rappers out right now, um, Benny the Butcher. Um, fellas, ladies, if you love rap and you don't know who Benny the Butcher is, you're sleeping. Uh, he said this, you play the game, you better play it hard. That'll judge and give you life. And later that day, he gonna be playing golf. You know, some people felt that, you know, the real felt that at a different degree oh, than others, real. but, okay. um, yeah, I don't have to go into detail, you know, you know, your, 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 your heart really felt that, okay. you know what I mean? Um, before we move on to Dre's T, I want to say, um, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Yes. Rest in yes. peace, my brother. He battled cancer. From 2016 to th- to 2020, 2020, 2020 is a hell of a year. Man, nonetheless, man. But um, I seen this, and I found this very interesting. This man was battling cancer from 2016 to 2020 which means he was making these movies that I'm about to tell you during this time Captain America Civil War Epic Marshall Black Panther which is you know, yeah, y'all. If you don't know Phenomenal. by now, if you don't know by now, you just Phenomenal. you're not gonna know. Um, Avengers: Affinity War. <laughs> yeah, I'm not man. Look, Endgame. Twenty One Bridges. Oh goodness. And the Five Bloods. He did all that in four years. He did all of that. Between 2016 and 2020, but this is the this is the thing, right? I'm not a big I'm not gonna sit here and act like I've been this big big comic book fan and 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 all of that. But even somebody who hasn't who wasn't you know tuned in to that Black Panther was still a very dope movie to watch, and that kind of stemmed off to watching the Avengers: Affinity War. Did you see that with me? No. Who did you see that with? Man. If it wasn't with me, I think it was with my brother. Nobody else. No, I think it was with my brother. No, you know what? You might have, because that kind of sounds familiar, but better have been. Better have been. Yeah, I think you're getting on focus right here. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. um, and hey, yo, if you haven't seen the Five Bloods, that's on Netflix. The Five Bloods, Spike Lee joint. That's with him. Yeah. Let's watch it. I've never seen it. We're gonna watch it tonight. We're gonna and and. Um, he's he's also been featured in these movies. Just 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 to name a few of my favorites. Get on up. That's my probably my favorite joint. That's the James Brown joint. I mean, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, come on, get on up. Forty two, Jackie Robinson joint. Message from the King. I haven't seen that, but everybody is is saying, yo, that's it. Um, draft day, draft day. I seen draft day on like. On the night I was actually quarantined, and I had the the coronavirus, mm-hmm. and I, I ended up watching that. That was a dope little um, movie, but um, yeah. So yeah, I just had to get that out, Dre's too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I learned yeah. a lot. 
just from that little piece of well, information. You know, I'm here to educate, formulate, and deprecate. I don't know what that means. All righty. <laughs> um, on to Dreas tea. Well, my first sip of tea actually has something to do with black love, which is ironic because that's good, our topic. Good, good, good. Marcus Houston. Oh, Jesus. Just got, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. just got married over the weekend to his 19-year-old wife. There has been tons of talk of people feeling like, well, he's 38, so let me make that clear. And they feel like there's no way for one, even though he said he wasn't messing with her when she was underage, they feel like there's no way that happened. And even if so, they feel like, why would you go get somebody like that's pretty much fresh out of high school? To the black love connoisseur, do you feel like there's an age limit? To there's definitely love? an age limit. First of all, I have to get this joke off my um, off my off my chest. Um, I read a post <laughs> when someone said, you know, the worst thing about him dating um, somebody who is um, under the age of 18 is that she's immature. <laughs> You ain't get it? You're so annoying. Ah! Yes, I got it. <laughs> you are so annoying. <sighs> but yeah, that that's kind of, I'm not, that's damn near disgusting. You know, that's disgusting. Hold on. He's how old again? He's 38. She's 38, 19. 19. So he's guaranteed to have been talking to her for more than a year. Why? That's guaranteed. How you know? Some people meet and marry quickly. Man, bullshit. Bullshit. That is very possible. Look how fast we move. It's possible, but I'm gonna go ahead and throw that on his name. He he was messing with her before 18. No, I but think even he if so, at 17. I think that's the consent age is 17. Okay. Well, I think he. I think. Um. I also read something. I don't know how true it is. They probably just be in social media. But I also read something that she ran away at the age of 15, and the next time people seen her was when she was married to him. Um, now, and that's, oh, I but anyway, I, I mean, either way you put it, I know as a young woman in college, at that time, I remember being very interested in older men. I didn't. See I do not it get as, that. I didn't see it as nasty. I saw it as I felt like that's what I liked. I liked. I enjoyed want to be grown so older bad. man. And I felt like I was grown, so I didn't look at it like, oh, but I'm, you know, this young. I just looked at it as like we're both grown. I don't know why, you know, females want to be grown so bad. And you know what's crazy? Um, PSA. PSA, ladies. Nah, 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 nah. PSA, ladies. Uh, just because a man is older doesn't mean that he's more mature. A lot of y'all have found that out the hard way. You see why I say he getting off topic? Y'all, he just trying to make sure just, y'all know his little young butt saying, self might be man, a little more mature than some older men. But that's not why we're here for that. All okay. I'm saying is I could I didn't see it that way, so I could see where others may not see it as this disgusting thing because I just remember feeling like that older man was more on my level than the younger guys what? I had been surrounded by. No. That That's what I felt at that time. What can y'all possibly have in common? At, but, well, for one, I've always been more mature than No, you thought time. you were. No, I, I mean, this was, no, pr- no, pretty like you, much, this was pretty much identified. No. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, listen. You probably were more mature than your age group, but... You thought that you were mature enough to... Oh, absolutely. To date someone that old. Right. But I I felt like I think what made me think that we had something in common was that I was more mature um, than a lot of my peers. But anyways, I say this to say, I didn't look at it as disgusting and I could see where a 19-year-old may find interest in a 38-year-old and apparently it's vice versa because I had older men who were... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What is the oldest guy you've dated at? Then we not even talking about No, 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 no. We're going to talk about it. The oldest guy, I believe, I was 21, and he was 40. Jesus Christ. He, I didn't, he didn't seem 40, though. He seemed like 30. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was a real, like... Jesus. See, this is why... Style, yeah. in style, 40-year-old. <laughs> 
I didn't know. I mean, I knew eventually, you know, in the beginning, of so course, whack. I'm just saying. He did come, when he came stepping to me, he did not seem 40. He did not, he seemed like, and I don't mean like he stepped to me in an immature way. He just didn't see, he didn't look 40. In an immature way? <laughs> <laughs> do you ever say to yourself, like, do you ever get to a point and you just be like, hmm, I wonder why I didn't work out with any other 40 year olds his age? Like, why did he? No, because I, I, I feel like even if the person is 40, no difference if I would have met somebody at 21. I can't just say, oh, because they were 21 and didn't work out. It just may have not worked out with a person. Like, I just I can't be like, oh, just because he's not dating a 40 year old that that something is wrong with him. Like, that's, who who that's made this this thing that you have to date somebody your age? Like, it's not that you have to date somebody your age, but at the same time, it's just like, come on. He know. didn't know I was twenty one at first either. If every time you turned around, he was hollering at a young girl. Like, if I knew him, that's one. Where thing. Where did y'all meet? At the basketball game when he stepped to what me. What basketball he didn't know game? I, my nephew. I used to go to him. in high school. Yeah, but he had a nephew that was in high school. Man, he knew what, how old you was, man. Stop we were both shit. there supporting other people. It wasn't like I was cheering on the basketball team. So what, man? And let what me you tell you, you know that hairstyle? You know that hairstyle I wear that you say you like when I had a little curls or whatever? So, you know, I look a little more mature with that. He probably didn't know I was... He didn't know... I, he said he didn't know I was as young as I was. And it, did it change anything when you told him? No, but see, he got to know me by then. Next, let's move on to some more tea. It shouldn't change anything. I was still grown. I was still taking care of myself. Like, what What do you mean? Okay. You act like I had to go home to daddy and he had to come meet me at the garage door. Like, still grown. It was just dating. Next. (laughs) The last sip. You just mad because I was involved with an older guy. That's all you mad at. Yeah, now look at you. The last, I know, messing with this little young buck who took, dragged me through a Busted whole bunch of bullshit, like young bullshit. That's why I mess with no younger guy because I ain't feel like dealing with young bullshit. And look what I end up happening. <sighs> this last sip of pipe and tea. Man, no, but yo, first of all, nah, I'm done letting you get No, it. that's done no. with. Babe, that's the- I want to go to a concert. And you, you, you know, took your ass to the Temptations reunion concert. And that's, that'll be my <laughs> shit. Now, no, we would go to Keith's sweater. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? We would go into that. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Um, my last sip of pipe and tea is Pastor John Gray. You know who that is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know how many wife. years ago it was. He cheated on his wife. It was yeah. public. He bought her these big gifts. And the church was feeling some type of way because they felt like, how do you go spend all this money on your wife and you in the church, blah, blah, blah. Well, it has come out again from a mistress alleged. That he cheated again. Oh. They have these messages where he's telling her to get her bags packed. They're going out on a trip. And some other intimate messages whom he says it was all jokes. (laughs) But... Um, he hasn't really responded fully. I haven't, I haven't went to check to see if he's responded since I got this story. My question to you, Black Love Connoisseur. Come on, Doc. Someone in that position, can you afford to mess up multiple times like that? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that's just what I was just kind of telling telling you about. You, you got to hold the, you have a responsibility that you need to take care of. I mean, when you, when you are... Um, in the field that he's in, you know, people love to take the good and they don't like to take the bad. You know, it's everything is good when you're collecting the money, you know, you're spreading the word and everybody's giving you um, that pat on the back and it's like, oh, you preached one heck of a word and da da da. You love all of that. But when it comes to, um, you can only have sex with one woman, Pastor. That's what you're preaching up there. You know, when it comes to that, you know, you you don't like to take that. So it's just like, nah, man, I don't got respect for that, man. If, if you know, that's what's going on. I seen the first time he cheated. Right. He got up there and said that bullshit. The devil got to us. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I was like, man, get that shit out. And, and me, I'm, you know, I'm a guy who believes that, you know, hey. Uh, whatever he, he kind of messed up I didn't really like that he didn't really show the ownership is from what I whatever but I was like whatever you know what I mean they gonna move on and um and, and the wife tried to attack 
the uh the the the, the lady the the, oh, really? the Jezebel, yeah. She tried to attack her rather than getting the the man. You know what I mean? I ain't like that. But anyway. Sometimes yeah. though, women put themselves in that position where you do gotta check her too. Especially like if they know about it and they've been in your face. But and they you know in front of the congregation, husband. you can't be man, come on. See, that's why I couldn't be no first lady, because I don't know yeah. if I can hold that composure to not be doing something. It's stuff scary like, now, man. You, know? you it's hard. You can't even find a church home because it's so Scary That's a big this. position to take on mm-hmm. that you got to really be ready for. Great, man. Also, if it is true that that's what he said about the messages, I just want to say, men, ladies are tired of hearing those corny ass responses and excuses. No, you better off yo. just telling the truth than dealing with the heartbreak because when you start lying and saying stupid stuff, it makes us even more angry. Yeah, that, that excuse is horrible. Okay. Well, that's Dre's tea, and I'll be back next week. <laughs> All right, babe. That, that was that was better. That was good. That was a right, good. Um, I don't need no. I didn't ask for no um audit. <laughs> no, because I told you last week how this was gonna go. If you keep on trying to dip into Dre's tea, I'm just gonna cut it all off. Black love was supposed <laughs> to be the topic, and you're making this very hard. All right, babe. Okay. Putting you on the spot. All right. What as is? As long as it ain't no prayer. What is? Listen to how that sounds. <laughs> What is black love? Mm, got deep on you. Just Ooh, like that's that. why you didn't want to tell me what this topic was mm, about. These questions. Yeah, um, it's unity. Mm. It's fight. Mm. It's understanding. Mm. It's painless. Mm. It's loving. Mm. It's cultivating. Mm. It's nothing like anything else <laughs> it's just babe I'm proud of you that was, that was actually good a little free I thought I was putting you on the spot yes that's what I do I've been in pageants most of my life so oh you used to bullshitting okay no Note you know taken. they ask you those questions and you don't know what it's gonna be um oh okay <laughs> black love black love uh black love has a bad rap black love is even stepped on from black people, right? Sometimes when people think of black love, they think it's non-existent. They think it's not real. It's a fairy tale. Um, they think it's full of a bunch of BS, which is why I go so hard into promoting black love because... Um, when I was younger, um, the, the young men like around me didn't have that example of black love. They seen a lot of, they seen the opposite. Um, me, I was fortunate enough to witness it. And, um, you know, not that I'm better than anyone else, but it, 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 it is the reason why I just grew up with so much love in my heart for just others and, and myself. So, um, yeah, I just think me and Dre are just really big on just, you know, trying to help change the narrative and, you know, let people know, like, yo, it's real. It's a real thing, you know. I like, I like that being able to take this position of promoting black love doesn't ruin the authenticity of our relationship in marriage. I love Mm -hmm. that we can be us because this is just who we are and without trying to push it out to social media or advocate for it, we don't have to try to um, sound rehearsed about things or be rehearsed about things. We can actually just be us and Mm -hmm. me and us shed so much light to others that's natural for us. I do like that being able to take this take on black love allows us to do that. Right. Um, let me ask you this. Who are your top three celeb couples that represent black love the best? I really struggled with this and I, I don't even know if I can genuinely give you top three, but um, I do like Remy Ma and Papoose. Mm, mm, why is that? And I'm going to say I preferably just shocking. really enjoy Papoose. <laughs> like, well, what do you mean by that, sister? What's the you, <laughs> you really enjoy Papoose? I, <laughs> I feel like 
especially based on the stigma that I get about New York men, I feel like there's not one time that I've seen Papoose ever let his love for Remy Ma, like, be, the light be dimmed on it because he's trying to impress his dudes or he want to seem cool. Like, no, he's always made that the forefront is stood on it. I like how, how he stood on it and it didn't matter what anybody else would say, whether they wanted to clown him about it, call him out about it, he stood on it. Um, and I, I, you know, the whole holding her down, mm-hmm. you don't hear that a lot. So yeah. um, for him to do that and for them to, for her to come out and they just kind of like be able to have a fresh start on their love mm-hmm. and, and, and go for it, I, I just think that's totally dope. Yeah, big shout out to Papoose, one of the hardest verses of all time, Five Fingers of Death. You don't this understand. Got New York City in the palm of my hand. I can make a type this and make a crumple ridiculous. Well, I could, yeah, that was that, so, was, yeah. that was number one for me. Okay, okay. I am recently really enjoying um, Toya Wright and her fiance Red, and I'm really enjoying it just because I did see her first go round in marriage with Myth Hits, and I see this new guy who is coming out of his shell and giving us a little bit more of who he is, and I just love seeing. Again, this has something to do with the man. I just love seeing men who aren't afraid of treating their woman right publicly. Okay. And what so far what he showed us publicly is that he doesn't mind loving on his woman. He doesn't mind being patient with his woman. He doesn't mind being understanding of his woman. And I just, I've seen so many relationships that are uh, violent or that are devaluing in public that is so nice when you can see one that's uplifting and, and just unified. Okay. So that's what I appreciated about seeing them. I really don't have a third one, but what I'm going to oh, say is... come on. I'm going to say that I've appreciated... I don't think they're really moving in the light that I would like of black love, but I do appreciate the rawness that Kevin Hart and Aniko have given us. And okay. in that light, I say this to say black love is not always easy. Mm. It's not always beautiful times. Okay. It's not going to always feel like sunshine, but we stick together. Mm. And I like that message um, that they, have, you know, there is, you know, regardless if you feel like, oh, she shouldn't stay because he cheated. You know, marriage in itself mm-hmm. is it, you're going to make big choices when it comes to things that you may not make those type of same decisions if you weren't married. But when you can do it as a black couple, it's just like we're getting through these things that people counted us out for. Got you. So, okay. Okay. I learned a lot about you today. You, you kind of shocked me with your list. Very interesting. Okay. Um, me, <laughs> okay. Me, uh, I'm still trying to just receive all of that because I'm I mean, shocked. How do you feel about it? I mean, you, you seem like, well, I just thought that you would have had a stronger three, you know, not to knock those th- those three. In my defense, I did start just like a couple minutes before we recorded okay, the okay, show. Okay, so I okay, think I just okay. needed more time. But okay. I, I couldn't really... To be honest, there's not really a lot of relationships that I would look up to. So I think that was no, the No, it's not about looking up to. It's just that <laughs> the question was, who are your top three celebs? <laughs> couples that represent black well, love. Like your personal favorite. I had favorite. a strong top one. Who's your top one again? Remy Ma and Papoose. Okay, yeah, that was that, that was, was a strong. Top yeah, one. yeah, that was tough. Michelle Obama. Michelle you could have threw them out there. Yeah, you know, I you know what I mean. That, that would have been top two. Yeah, that was typical, but you could have threw them out there. But um, me. I, mean, I think that's what it's more about not me not being typical. <laughs> I got a strong three. Who? <laughs> I got a strong three. Um, first off, I'm gonna give it to Russell Wilson and Sierra. I did not want to pick them. Why? And it's not that they're not strong. Oh, it's please. not that. Yeah, please tell me. Tell me. I think that. I know you I think that some of the things I haven't totally agreed from the outside looking in. Well, talk about it. What? What? Please, because I do not take uh, slightly to any. I do. Uh, I do Russell think Wilson Russell Wilson Sierra is Sanders. doing an awesome job being a bonus parent. I think that that's awesome. I think they are. I think that Sierra moved kind of fast to me in the area of the whole like Papa 
thing. I don't know, him calling them dad and stuff like that. I just kind of sort of felt like, was she doing this to kind of just brush her whole past away? And sometimes... Because the son calls him Papa Russ? No, see, some video I saw, he was calling them like... she. The caption was saying like, that's his dad or something. But it was like early on. It was really early on. They were married when... Oh, I don't know. No, they were. I'm telling you. Well, they must have got married early on then. It wasn't. It wasn't nothing real bad. All right. So basically, but let me tell you where where it led to though. It led to me wondering if. It led to me wondering if it was a facade. Oh. Because it all kind of seemed. It all kind of seemed so fast and just put together. Oh come on. But what I can say now is I do enjoy now that they've kind of gone through time and expanded their family. I do enjoy seeing how much he dotes on her and she loves him. All right, I've had enough. I've had enough. Um, what I appreciate about Russ and his, Russell and C.R. Wilson is, first of all, let's get the obvious out the way, phenomenal football player, right? But um, I love how Russell Wilson is... <laughs> <You're about. laughs> No, if you let me finish, oh, okay. God dang! If you, um, I love how Russell Wilson is really the bigger um, star out of the two, right? Sierra, when she does her thing, I love how Russell knows how to step back, support her, and and come out of his shell for her. Like when they did that left foot. Uh, Right, foot slide. When they did that video right there, and Sierra was killing it, Russell was just in the back doing that little two-step. He's like, yo, I ain't really like the biggest of dancers, but I'm going to do this right here is, you know, support my wife here. I'm going to stand in the back. I love that right there, right? Two, he's really stepping up for, like, the nerds and the cornballs, I guess people, quote-unquote, would say. Um, while y'all out there doing the future thing, whatever this and that, He's up. He's showing you how to be a real man, and you know, um, take care of his business and, and hold his his household down. You know, through all the through all, all the bullshit, he's he's been he's manning up. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like that's dope. Um, and yeah, I feel like um, when you just look at the past, um, I feel like they both from the outside looking in, it just looks like they both leveled up. Um, Russell Wilson was with. Um, some 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 white girl or whatever before I guess prior, Sierra was you know she had a history with Future, um, Bow Wow, lame and lame. So I feel like she elevated. You know what I mean? I love the level up. Okay, my. Oh, she definitely elevated, and I think you know what you definitely gave me a strong clap back because I really think maybe I just felt like picking them was just as cliche as Michelle and Obama. Okay. But it, he, well, I, I, I said that I do think I, I definitely think he's a good person and a good guy. Just in the beginning, I couldn't tell if this was all for like publicity and stuff. Yeah, so I just yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I had to pick them just because I just feel like you know, especially the, the younger crowd, they hate on them so they hate on Russell Wilson so much because he's not. Well, they probably hate so. on him more so because they might be fans of Future. Right, and, and, so and, and because just, he's yeah, not. I, I don't care thing. about Future. So um, this right here, this this the one I'm gonna hit you with. David and Tamala Man. You don't know who that I is? I don't even think of them. Y'all know who it is. David and Tamala Man, right? I like their story. Tamala Man is the one who made the truth is I'm tired. We are not making an album on this show episode today. Could you please stop singing? Take me to. She did that, right? David Man is the dude who played Mr. Brown from the uh, Tyler Perry joint. Love them. Lo- love their old asses. <laughs> Love them. I'm telling you, man. If you fo- if you don't follow them, follow them on IG, man. They'll put a smile on your face, right? Now this is as cliche as cliche gets. I'm not gonna lie to you. Jay Z and Beyonce. I already knew you was gonna uh, say first that. First of all, we are gonna do the you best are, rapper. You ride Jay Z's coattail. Yo, don't make me get a physical abuse charge in it. Right? <laughs> um, Jay Z and Beyonce, right? First of all, they are showing um, black people that it's possible. All right, they're they're, they're giving they're giving us 
um, light. And like you said earlier, you know, they kind of, they shed light on their downfalls. You know what I mean? Now, whether that's important, whether it was the cover up before it came out or not, whatever. I mean, I ain't here to say. I feel like it was dope that they did that. Um, and I love how they use their artistry I was about to, to say, give us more. Yo, they really giving us the dope. Black is King vibes. Like, they are really giving us, just they really promoting just that, that Black love. And that's just, excuse me, that's just so dope. But um, now, this is where you might shine at based off of what I just heard. <laughs> First off, don't down me. If I gave you the E-list celebrities, you gave me the A-list. What's three celebrity couples that you aren't feeling? All right. But represent black love. Ray J and Princess. Gotta <laughs> go. They gotta go. They are creating so much um, trauma in their children's lives acting like this. This not. They've created a whole show called The Conversation where they practically put everything out on the table. And I'm just like, how no. low does this get? Ray J is one of the funniest human beings funny. on planet Earth. He is funny, but their love is too toxic. It's right. too toxic. Um, I got... Ari and Moneybag Yo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw them up there. Throw them up there for sure. I just Matter think of fact, that... wherever Ari go, follow him. I think, you know what's crazy? <laughs> I think it's cute for them because they seem compatible. I just think that, again, these are two people in the industry. They're in the limelight. And a lot of girls and, and young boys are looking up to y'all. And it ain't always the cutest. Just the, the shade so. room just really, I don't really know nothing about them. But the shade room just made me so just disgusted at just seeing, you know, that name all the time. It's just like, yo. See, I was following Ari when she was with G Herbo. And I used to see a lot of times she would be beating on him and all that. And I'm just like... This is not what we need promoted out here, that this is okay. Somebody's going to get hurt with all of this. But, um, so I would say them. And my last one is Latoya Luckett and her husband, Tomacus Walker. Mm. I recently got more exposure about them when I watched the T.I. show. And I must say, I was not impressed. Mm. I felt like, I felt like the show was promoting them in a light of, Black love is just tons of problems. It's just mm. horrible. It's miserable. And I felt like that is not black love. Like, that is not love in general. Like, mm-hmm. so I kind of just threw them up there. All right. All right. All right. I got something for you right here. All right. And you you may, I, I don't think you're going to like this one. You took one of mine, so. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Gotta go. What they gotta go? What they doing them? too they much. Go. They're doing too much. All right. Let me just start from the beginning. Right. Oh Lord! I watched their um their little wedding that their their wedding video that they mm-hmm. had, and the whole thing just looked like it was a production. Like it would look like it was one of those and cut. All right, guys, let's do the smile from back up top, and we're gonna do the uh, last kiss again. All right, just to add some more effect to it. Like that that's the vibe it gave me. It just seemed like it wasn't no real like off behind it, you know. Then, um, then, then, then Dwayne Wade have a kid on her or something like that, or a break baby. What's that? They say that they were on a break and he had a baby. Oh no, nah, we ain't gonna do that. Yeah, he had a kid. <laughs> so yeah, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna soften the blow. That's so. what they said. It's called a break. And baby. um, just what they do with with uh the the son is just too much, too much. Okay. Okay. No, 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 my child's name is Hero, and because you know his name to be Tehran. If I tell you I want you to call my child Hero, you need to buy. No, but they, it's not even do. about the name. But it's just like, yo, okay, boom. That's the decision y'all making. But they just do too much with it. Like and now, it's just like they trying to force it. Well, on they're the in the industry with it, so it's a different. Yeah, and type I just of. feel like it's sick. But anyway, you. Uh, well, look, I, know, see, I, knew, you I knew you were gonna like that you one. But anyway, I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. I can really tag into that, but I'm gonna move on. 
Um, Safari and Erica Mena. Um, oh, yeah, they canceled. Annoying. I like Safari a lot, though. I like his personality. I think he means well. I think. Yeah, I think he means well, but I just feel like just... what they, like the OnlyFans joint kind of turned me off. That was so corny, and I just felt like they just, they, I, I don't, I don't like seeing people who just like always searching, okay, what is the next thing we can do to, um, grab people's attention? Like, that's so whack to me. And, um, you might not like this one either, right? But I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. Um. No, I wasn't a big fan after this last interview with just Jada. Oh, okay. Absolutely. I didn't like the message behind Bad Marriage for Life. Like, I didn't like, I didn't like that message. Not really liking the message, right? Love Will Smith, right? Um, Still got love for Jada, right? I'd love to see her, you know, progress, right? But as a couple, I mean, it just looked <laughs> they like They're starting to look mess. like they were not meant to be together. Man, they sure. do just look like they just need to, to get out that situation. They Honestly, just from what I gather from what they're giving, it's just like, yo, look, we have a brand name, so we got to stick to it, and we have these kids. So let's just, whatever. But, um, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's my three. That's my okay. three. Um, let me ask you this. You know, one of my favorite movies of all time is um, Queen and Slim. Mm-hmm. And it hurt me to the core when Queen, I, I, I wish I knew her, her real name, the actress. Um, when I found out that in real life, she had a white husband. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it just hurt me so bad is because I really was embedded into her character. She really was just this symbol of just a true black queen. And, you know, that movie was black love at its finest. And, you know, the the I wasn't the only one. You know, when they found out that, you know, she had this, this um, white man and stuff, people were shocked. And she even made some comments and stuff like that. So my question is what is the benefit of dating black what is the benefit what is the benefit well what is the benefit of dating a black woman let me start there as a black man yeah i mean what is the why would you say it's a benefit to date andre Right, well, but what is the if you're of, asking like as a black man or as a white man, it's two totally different things. Well, okay, right? as a black man. What so is I think it? the benefit one is we can relate. So you don't have to try to, you won't have so many incidents where um, a person doesn't understand you because they have never had to live your reality. So um, I think by nature, we're, we have a level of strength that's not even comparable to others. Mm. Um, the the I'm just trying to think of like how I'm trying to word this like the level of like commitment that we have for our loved ones I think is unmatched okay. um, and we're just beautiful beings all together agreed Agree. Um, to piggyback off the Queen and Slum thing, I just think you know when you watch that movie, that kind of was just like a, a glimpse of just what Black love was. You know, we had the debate on just how you would react if they, if you were in that situation and all of that. And you know, we'll talk about that in another episode. But if you watch that movie, you really get to see like Black love. You know, when you watch Queen and Slim, you just see what comes with it. You know, just seeing the culture appreciation, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I could take you to uh, to the cookout, and there's just some rules that I don't have to teach you. You already know. You know, it's who we are as a culture. You know, you know when Frankie and Beverly come on. Um, Time to hit get that dance floor. You know what I mean. You know when Uncle got on them uh, them certain type of sandals. You know that he's an elite grill master. You know it's just certain things. It's just like that culture appreciation that you know 
in life I just gotta have, you know, and that we there on the same level. Um, the black experience, I just feel like, you know, only we can truly understand the black experience, you know, what black people go through on a day in and day out basis. You know, right now in 2020, you know, there, there, there are other um, cultures and ethnicities and stuff like that and white people who, um, whose heart is good, you know, their heart is, is, their heart is good and they're, they're, but they just really don't have that understanding. They really, they, they just don't because they don't come from that. Mm-hmm. And um, like you said, I mean, the beauty, I mean, me personally, there's, there's nothing like it. I mean, all the most beautiful creatures on earth. But um, let's flip that question, right? What is the benefit of dating a black man as a black woman? Um, well, for one, I feel like you guys have this natural, like, pizzazz about y'all. Like, <laughs> you have this natural swag about you that's we just... talk about it. It's it's crazy the amount of attraction that mm-hmm. one can gain from the swag of a black man. Swag of black man, you mean like a Denzel, Morris uh, Chestnut, Teron Petaway, Teron Petaway. Okay. You know Michael B. Jordan, like things like Oh Lorenz Tate. Like, come on now, like the swag is just undeniable, but. Ultimately, as much as we go through a lot of bullshit with y'all, when it's time to be protected, mm, and I don't mean sister. from like outside black men that mm-hmm. you don't know, I mean your man. Mm. I feel so safe and secure mm. about the protection that my husband can give me and not wonder like, will he run away if because this is a different race? And he, you know, feels intimidated. Like, all these things, I don't have to worry about my mind running because I know he's going to protect me at the end of the day because that's how much he feels for me. Mm. Um, and then I think that... Um, the black men that I know are hard workers. Mm. And I think that to know, like, the providers that I've been surrounded by, the magnitude they will go to make sure their family is secure... Mm-hmm. That's dope too, and and it doesn't have to come with strings like, I'm dating my assistant and. <laughs> but that was spoken. That was spoken real beautifully. Okay. Real beautifully. Uh, you know, we need to hear more of that. You know, from a All black right. woman. All right. You know, I mean, we need to hear more of that. You know, but yeah, I just feel like uh, we can provide y'all with the type of leadership that um. Let me ask may not. you what you need to. Provide. You know what, what you mean? felt we about can, it. We can. That's the problem. That's the problem right there. You know? Uh, the nitty gritty now. Okay? That was good. That was a little lovely little little moment right there. Um, even though you didn't really allow me to answer, we're just going to pass that. What is the downfall of dating a black woman? Dating a black woman? Mm-hmm. A lot of us have been raised by women who have had to do it by themselves, who end up sending that message to their daughters and their sisters that they may have to do it by themselves. And sometimes that mindset, which comes off as independent, but sometimes it comes off as dominant. Mm. And it can almost be a con when you're trying to be compatible with someone and be in a companionship. Mm. And it's it's all based of this illusion or this experience that one before us went through and it didn't have a, a positive notion to it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we can be the neck rolling, hard to talk to, mm. don't got time for you, mm. do it on our own. Mm. And I just don't think you can go long term like that if you really want to grow with someone. While you have the momentum, can I just intercept um, your mouths? Um, Oh, we didn't ask you. I just feel like you was on a roll, so I just feel like, you know, I had to tag in. Um, Especially you. Let me just throw you in there. (laughs) I mean, black women, boy, y'all have some of the just... Y'all mouths is just... Woo. 
uh, leave from every region of the earth. You know, you got that that New York mouth. Like, yo, son, back up, B. Yo, real moist, son. Like, <laughs> y'all got that. Y'all got the, uh, the, uh, that Miami, that Miami mouth. You know, y'all got the city girls. They from Miami, you know what I mean? That just reckless. Don't give it that. You know? Country mouth. Like, you, that's you, that's you, the country. Y'all just, y'all just keep going on and on. And don't care. You, you know, anywhere you go, man, y'all just, you know, ruthless. But um, I ain't gonna really attack you all. Yeah, okay. Um, what is the benefit? Not a downfall of dating a black man, cause y'all ain't shit. No. <laughs> all right, what's the downfall of dating a black man? What's the downfall? In a similar instance of how I said a black woman is raised by a single mother, a lot of black men are as well, which means there are a lot of fatherless households, which mm. means y'all aren't getting that fifty percent that y'all need on how to build to be the best man y'all can be. And y'all send that trauma over to your woman and we have to deal with the frustrations, the lash outs, you know, not knowing how to communicate, feeling like the world is against you and it's on your back and you not allowing that woman to come in and be your peace. So it ends up being a lot of fight. Hmm. And, you know, the second one, a lot of y'all ain't shit, but. Um, yeah, we hear that. Um, I'm not, that we ain't shit. I just wish that we didn't have to hear that. Yeah, so me either. Stop not being shit. Um, that's just unfortunate. That's what you think of us. Sorry. Um, I would say, coming from um, a black man, um, really don't know. <laughs> I really, really you know, y'all are a lot. Yeah, don't no, no, don't no. play. Y'all say, are we're a lot. Broken. We're broken. Um. And it you starts know. at home a lot of the time. Yeah, and, and we require a lot of patience. We do. Um, mentally, we 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 have to. We we are really at a place where we have to learn off of a life right now. Hopefully, we're breaking. Like I feel like right now we're breaking these um, generational curses where you know our kids can more have learned from us. But. Um, yeah, um, we we you know but we're getting there for enough. both sides. We can't say at one point in time it wasn't our fault at all. You know, we were our homes were being broken up without our decision. So that was the start of things, I believe, or it probably started way before then. But just the fact that we didn't have any control over that, and now I think we're in a place where we do have the opportunity to keep these families together and to be in a positive, healthy relationship and show our children that and we should take advantage of that. Yeah, yeah. As much as we can. Alright, so before we get out of here, let's just do this last segment. This this is new right here. I'm sorry for that loud ass. Yeah, y'all probably heard so much yeah. I just can't even. <laughs> so um yeah, uh this is a new segment where we haven't really came up with a name for it yet, but it's just basically just to show appreciation to each other. They, um, the kids, golly, just showing appreciation to each other um, every week and just saying one thing, babe, just one thing. That I appreciate it. Something that we appreciate. Week. So that would have been last week. So I love how selfless you are. When it comes to being by my side, <clears throat> we had I had a family dinner this week, and Teron never makes it hard on me when it's like, hey, such and such is having a dinner, we're gonna go blah blah. He's right there by my side with no complaints, and I can just appreciate the mm. selflessness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm, loving the, I'm loving this segment already. But, mm, love how you talk. Spill it on me. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give you one for the day. Right, that's how good I am with mine. I could, I could, oh, I could see come how you up with something. Into you? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I could come up with something about you every single day. Okay. Um, today, right, just going up to, um, Amelia School. You know, we had to take care of some business to get her ready for, you know, this school uh, year. My baby, she's going to first grade. Um, you have been taking care of all of the, uh, the dirty work. You know, getting the getting the uh, the registration and all that stuff, getting all that right so that, you know, I really don't have to 
worry about that and, and, and you know you take care of all of that but that's just who you are in general you know you you do it so willingly and um, you do it with no complaint at all and I appreciate that so so much because um, you do understand that there was a point in time where I was doing everything by myself and so ever since you came in you know you just kind of made me feel comfortable with knowing that, you know, I'll never have to worry about that, you know, again. And that sense of security is just like amazing. Whoa, almost, almost shed a tear right there. Thank you, man. got real. All right, go. But um, yeah, babe. Yeah, that's that was that was beautiful. I love that segment. Thank you. Um, so well, guys, don't forget follow us on Instagram, Andrea Alana, TP Way, and Happy Spouse Happy House Podcast. All three pages we have so much more we're coming out with. That's where you get all the notifications and the first details of everything. Make sure you go follow, and then um, they can what subscribe on here, yeah, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, we're on Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. Um, look, once again, look, we apologize for not getting this out to y'all, um, and for this, this horrible audio that y'all about to hear, but we was like, look, man, I'd rather give them something than nothing. But next time, the kids will be sleeping. Yeah. They probably tearing something up in that living room, so we got to (laughs) go. Take my belt off. But, um, yeah, let's pray. any, Any luck? Black love. Now, come on. Do it for black love. If you ain't going to do it for anybody, do it for black love. Fifth episode. We need you. We need our black woman to pray for us. Come on. Come on. I'm just hoping if I'm quiet for a long time, you'll just go. (laughs) Jesus. God, thank you for allowing us to be here. Thank you for um, blessing us. Thank you for providing um, for us, Lord God, we pray that you um, continue to be with us. Lord God, please continue to be with uh, black people in this world, Lord God. Let them know that they are special. Um, let them know that you are in them, Lord God. Um, thank you for just all that you do, small and big blessings. Jesus, continue to walk with us at all times. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Peace, peace, peace.